I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bring, bring it bring it to Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. If you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, now we have another club update podcast here with Richard Burns, who of course is from the Blue Moon Podcast and Yahoo Sport. Obviously, Richard, today you have signed John Stones, a new center back, to join the club. He can also deputize outright, which could be important considering your age at both wings. Uh, what, what are your initial reactions to signing John Stones from Everton? I'm really happy with it. Um, it's been a signing that I've wanted City to make uh, all summer. Um, basically, ever since the link started appearing with him and when it became clear that Chelsea had missed out on him last summer, it did sort of feel like the other top clubs had been handed a bit of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity because this should be, the assuming his progression carries on, um, as you'd expect, this should be the biggest move that Stones ever makes. City should have a player here that can be at the heart of their defence for the next decade or so, and that's what the fee would um, suggest they're hoping for. Clearly, defence has been one of City's problems for the last two years, and Stones perfectly fits Pep Guardiola's um, a word I hate, but it fits his philosophy and his ideas of football of having players who are comfortable on the ball at the back and playing out and have good vision and and don't mind bringing the ball out themselves. He is a raw talent. There's clearly work to, but Pep Guardiola is one of the best managers and coaches of defenders in the world. So you look at the the players that he's worked with in the past and turn them into great centre backs. Um, or helped turn them into great centre-backs and, and moulded them into his style, um, I think Stones is... I think he's the perfect signing for City at the back. I really do. Do you think he's the perfect signing for now or for the future? Obviously, if company can stay fit, he'd be ahead of him. I personally rate Odomendi ahead of him. I, I think John Stones is a, it will be a better player, obviously, than he is right now. How do you think he'll fit in immediately? Like, Do you think he'll get... A chance to start or do you think he'll be more rotation for now no I think he'll get plenty of chances to start I think it's it's one of the more interesting elements of trying to I mean trying to predict what Guardiola is going to do is really difficult because he's so tactically adaptable and flexible um, and he plans it sounds really obvious but we've not been spoiled with this at City for the last couple of years he plans each game on its own merits rather than just saying well this is what we'll do that's my style and we'll stick to it he obviously has a sort of base philosophy and then you can work around it um, for each individual match so Stones the the defence will take shape based on the threats from the opposition but I think Stones' development will come through playing and through being part of the team and I've no doubt that he's going to make mistakes because being a ball playing centre-back 
it's very difficult for your decision making to always be perfect. It comes with experience and Guardiola will no doubt demand a lot of him. There's going to be a lot of new things for him to learn. Um, but he seems an intelligent player. I think he gets a lot of stick for uh, going a bit off the boil or rather a lot off the boil at Everton at the back half of last year. But it's got to be said that he was managed by Roberto Martinez and Roberto Martinez is renowned as a bad defensive coach and he had in my opinion, the best defender, or at least the defender with the most potential that has been produced by England since Rio Ferdinand was um, a young player and, and he was sort of bursting onto the scene. That's how good I think John Stones is. Um, and I think being managed by somebody as inept at managing a defence as Roberto Martinez won't have done a whole lot for his development. He's stepping into something a lot different now. There will be mistakes and at times... Maybe it will. He will need it to be taken out of the firing line for a game or two, but I know I expect him to be when companies fit. I actually expect them to be the first choice pairing. But we're going to see. I think I touched on this last time I spoke to you, but we're going to see a lot of different things happening at the back. I think Fernandinho is going to play at centre back quite a bit. Pep seems quite uh, enthused by Tosin Adarabayo, the young uh, the young lad who's played quite a lot of pre season. He's only got one year left on his contract, so. Pep's going to have to be good on his word of letting him play um, to, to get him to sign a new deal because there's reported interest from a few other big clubs. So there will be, I've no doubt, some rotation, but I expect Stones to be thrown in pretty quickly. It's been made quite clear that he was Guardiola's number one target and, and that isn't, with a squad that needs as much rebuilding as cities as needed, that isn't something to be taken lightly. Yeah, with this deal completed, what gaps would you still like to see filled? Um, well, it looks like Wilfred Bonny's off, so we could um, still do, I think, with another striker. We were linked with Aubameyang a lot. That link still keeps popping up, uh, but I, think, I don't think that'll happen now. Um, so we're going to be relying on Aguero staying fit, Ian Acho uh, not showing too much inexperience, which he hasn't done when he's played. But he is still a kid and it, he didn't get enough football last season. So to all intents and purposes, this should be his first real season, a proper breakthrough first-team football rather than the odd cameo where he impresses. Um, and obviously Nolito can play there, but I think Pep will use him out wide a lot. So, But I mean, Guardiola likes to set up a team without strikers every now and then, doesn't he? So I think it's an area where we could still do with someone just for a bit of depth. And then I still think the full-backs need a bit of work. But as you say, Stone's has played at right back. He doesn't seem to like it, but um, he has played at right back and could probably do it again if need be. So maybe that leaves left back needing a bit of looking at because Kolarov, if Guardiola manages to turn Kolarov into his style of defender, then I will be very, very impressed and it would be a hell of an achievement. Um, how urgent that is now, I don't know, but if we could get a, a, a full back done and over the line before the window shut, uh, I'd be I'd be pretty happy with that. I think that would be a good window. All right. Obviously, uh, Manchester United did a deal. I don't know if you heard about it. Very few places reporting it, but they've signed uh, Paul Pogba uh, again. Uh, yeah. What's your view on that from a rival's perspective? Uh, do you think it's an overpay? Think that they've won the league? Doubt it's that second one. What are your thoughts? Um, I think it's a good signing. I mean, the you know losing a player so cheaply four years ago and then buying him back for a world record fee um, it's hard not to see that as in one sense 
really, really bad business. On the other hand, if Manchester United can afford it and they've brought in a player who improves them as much as he has the potential to, then it's good business, isn't it? And it's not, you know, it's not Mourinho's fault and it's it's not just the fault of everybody who's connected to the club now that that deal, or that they lost him so cheaply four years ago. So they've had to do what they've had to do to bring him back. He's a fine, fine footballer. Um, whether it's the area that United most needed to address, I'm not sure. But, I mean, they've again, like I said with Stones with us, they've bought a player who's now going to, it's going to be the biggest career move he ever makes. He's going to spend the vast majority of his career at United, you would think. So, does it win them the league this year? Probably not. But does it make them a bigger challenger? Absolutely, because he's a great footballer. Yeah, he's a very, very good going on great footballer. Um, I would have been very happy if we'd signed him. I wanted him last year. I can't you know, deny that because it's on record. Um, so fair play to them. They've, they've paid a hell of a lot of money. Only time will tell if it's value, but that's for... You know, that's for the money men and accountants to worry about. For Jose Mourinho as a manager, has just improved his squad with a hugely talented midfielder, and um, United have got to be happy with that. And yeah, as a rival, does it worry me? I don't know, but it definitely makes them stronger. Yeah, and it's another piece, and will be a very interesting media narrative all year between the two clubs. Already with yeah. Jose Mourinho and Pep Guardiola, <laughs> you're just adding even more fuel to that fire so that will be an interesting watch throughout the season an interesting watch at the weekend will be the start of the premier league which has for those of us who had to cover the euros potentially too soon um (laughs) but nonetheless it is back and i'm sure we'll love it the second it starts manchester city facing sunderland who now have david moyes at the helm what do you see in this one um i am confident and we have to be because Sunderland, you know, we're a team whose aim is to win the title, and Sunderland are a long way from that. Um, but the friendlies that City have played, in particular the uh, the Arsenal friendly at weekend, whilst I set no stall by the result and not even that much by the performance, it is clear that there are um, some issues to be resolved. So tactically, there are some players who are not showing all the signs of quite been there with Guardiola yet the defence wasn't great Um, so I'm not taking a win for granted but there will be such a buzz about the stadium because the club sort of feels refreshed and people are excited about going to games again which hasn't been the case recently so I expect us to aim for wide play I expect the, the wingers to be pivotal I think he put Sterling on the right for the Arsenal friendly and he was excellent um, which is nice for those of us who have been banging the drum for Sterling for a while to the point that I actually just have began to sound like I'm being deliberately contrary. But um, I think Guardiola will find a use for him and will make him a much better player. And the the signs um, in the Arsenal friendly were that Sterling will be very, very good on the right. And who'd have thought of trying a pacey right-footed winger on the right wing, eh? But... His cross for Aguero is fantastic. Um, Navas set up a great goal for Iheanacho at the end. Um, Nolito can play wide. And, yeah, I think we'll we'll look to really exploit that width. Um, and I'm not sure someone will really have it in them to cope with that in the long run. We'll look to put a lot of balls in the box. Um, the likes of Silva and De Bruyne, 
with their ability to hold on to the ball in the middle. And if he plays Yaya Torre, because he's looking like much more apart than we expected, we should have too much. We've got players who, whilst this new system is bedding in and this possession style football and constant movement and working from the back, there is enough quality in there for players to work out how to win a game on their own whilst the new tactical ideas are sinking in. Um, I'm not convinced Moyes has yet had enough time to really bend Sunderland to his whim. So, yeah, a little bit of turmoil might be too strong a word, but the circumstances in which they've changed managers certainly wasn't ideal, and the timing wasn't ideal. So I think City have got a lot going for them in this game, and I would expect them to win. How comfortable it will be at this stage is difficult to say, but I think we'll take the three points. Yeah, and lastly, we've spoken before about how flexible Pep Guardiola can be with formations. Any ideas to what you might roll out this weekend? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> I would expect like a fairly standard four at the back and two wingers. Um, <laughs> the rest of it, who knows? Yeah, the rest will work itself out. Like Probably, I would, Fernandinho is going to play because Pep is already clearly infatuated with him. So even if he plays as a sort of standard defensive midfielder role and yeah, yeah, in front of him, I'm having to top up on my fingers how many players I've got now. Um, that that should leave room for, tell me if I've counted wrong, that should leave room for Silva, De Bruyne and Aguero. That's probably yeah. what I'd expect. But yeah. he could play, I don't know, because he could play, he could play Iheanacho sort of behind Aguero and let him try and drop out wide because he clearly sees him as versatile. I don't know. It's so hard to predict, and the friendlies haven't given that much of a hint because we're not going to have a centre back pairing of Kolarov and Fernando, which is what we played against Arsenal one week before the season, and as the last friendly. So, to be honest, I think pre-season has sort of run away with us, and with one game being cancelled, it's not been ideal, and it's all snuck up a little bit too fast. So it makes it really hard to predict, which sounds like such a cop out answer, but <laughs> I don't really know where else to go with it. <laughs> No worries. All right, uh, well, that wraps it up for us. Uh, why don't you tell the folks where they can get at you? Yeah, um, I'm on Twitter, at Richard the Burns. I'm uh, on the Blue Moon podcast, which is a weekly dedicated Manchester City podcast released every Friday. And I write two articles a week for Yahoo Sport UK, specifically on Manchester City. All right, well, thanks so much for coming on, and I'm sure we'll speak soon. Thanks. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.